AZ Preps Live with Kevin McKay. Presented by Brooklyn Betting, Arizona Sports, the local sports leader. 1001, Saturday morning, warming up out there. So put on the sunscreen and get some hydration going in your body. Uh, you're locked in live local sports talk radio, the second hour of the premier high school sports show in all the land. Live here, AZ Preps Live on 98.7. Got Trev Henry spinning the ones and twos. Coming up in the second hour, more fun, great stories that fuel me in Arizona high school sports. At 10.15, this was so cool. Uh, beach volleyball, and I'd never covered it. I'm sorry, but I'm back. Uh, you know, with baseball, softball, track going on, girls flag football. Uh, I finally got out and caught some of the beach volleyball, and I saw history. Uh, Division one pairs, and we had an all Sandra Day O'Connor finals. Yeah, it was Eagles against Eagles. Olivia LeBlanc, Liana Huesca, upset by teammates Piper Rama and Devin Wiest as they battled. Congratulations to all these women. But their coach, Jamie Sparks, guiding the Eagles. They won the team title a week ago. And then this historical Paris championship. She'll join me at 1015 talking beach volleyball at uh, the Sandra Day O'Connor up North Central, North Phoenix uh, off I-17. Uh, we'll celebrate the Division Two Paris, Two Valley Christians, Kate Phyllis, Kate Phillips and Cora Norton also at 1015. At 1030, Never in my wildest dreams did I ever think I, he was capable of this. Never. My old roommate, I mean, I, well, washing the dishes, he was never capable of that. But my college roommate, for one semester, we had a one-bedroom apartment in Flagstaff and had a huge kitchen. So he put a bed in the kitchen next to the fridge. Of course he did. But he's a former South Point Lancer. He's got great roots in Arizona as a coach, as a player. Went on to the University of Arizona, was a coach there. Uh, he was part of our NAU hockey team, an unofficial member. Bob Logan has written a book, Let Your Path Find You, Embrace Your Own Winding Road to a More Fulfilling Life. Bob Logan, Logie, uh, Tucson legend, will join me at 1030. But we begin with football, and this is more family to me, actually uh, a baseball, too. Uh, he's a star baseball player for the Chandler Wolves who had their season come to an end. Blake Heffron, going from the diamond to the gridiron and thrown to the frying pan. He is now the starting quarterback for the black and blue Wolves. The Chandler Wolves and Rick Gerritsen on Arizona Avenue with the transfer of Dylan Rayola. The diminutive Heffron, a winner. This kid's a spark plug. His dad, a legendary, former star at Moon Valley, coaching throughout the valley. His brother Brock, once the cover boy of Sports Illustrated with BMX national champ, college football star. His sister, Lindsay. Great softball player. She's now a doctor after going to Duke. Blake's got a lot to live up to, and he joins me now. Blake, it's Kevin McCabe. How are you this morning? Hey, what's going on, McCabe? I'm doing good. How are you? I'm good. Now, I, I, now I watched you grow up. I mentioned Lindsay played softball with my daughter, Sarah. Do you remember me from those days when you were a little guy? Yeah, I remember coming up to you, you know, every game and whatnot, saying hi, but that's all I really remember, just going to my sister's game and seeing me. Because <laughs> you took off. You'd go down the end of the... Now, uh, I guess, too, is it... Blake Heffron, is it weird now that I knew you as a little kid and now we're talking on the radio? Is that kind of creepy or weird to you? Uh, you know, it's... I've always kind of dreamed of this. Like, I knew that you did sports radio, and I was like, man... Wouldn't it be cool one day if I could be on a sports radio and here I am? You belong. Now, Now the other thing, too, about this, guys, watching you grow up, I, my daughter, Sarah, she wasn't sure, but she thinks she hit you in the head while she was warming up, swinging a bat. Any truth to that? Do you remember? I don't. <laughs> uh, she's the one who said, <laughs> Dude, I, don't I don't remember. 
Oh, he's Blake Heffron, starting quarterback uh, with the Chandler Wolves, but you also played baseball. Things ended abruptly uh, for your team. I know you had bigger goals. State finals last year. Are you still happy with what your team, the Wolves, uh, on the baseball diamond were able to get a new coach taking over this year? Are you happy with what you guys were able to do? Oh, yeah, I'm extremely happy with what we accomplished. I mean, last year, considering all eight out of nine starters were seniors and then coming back this year and making another playoff run, I mean, I just thought it was amazing. You know, great to be around my teammates. Love Coach Vandervoort, new guy, brought this new system, loved it all. Oh, Blake Heffron, baseball season. I mentioned, too, you go from baseball to football, and I don't know this, Blake Heffron, um, do you do you have to change your body uh, muscle muscle? Uh, is it baseball body, or does it take a minute to get football body, or does one just shift to the next? Well, so during baseball season, I would normally lift the football before baseball practice, so I'm kind of staying in football shape. But man, me being you know, oof, I'd be out of shape once I go back to football from baseball. All that running, it oh, it's totally different. <laughs> <laughs> oh, welcome back, Cotter. He's Blake Heffron, the starting quarterback uh, for Chandler Wolves. Now, you're not just going back to playing football. Uh, with Dylan Rayola transferring to Pinnacle, you're now the starting quarterback for the Wolves. Do you? There's some pressure that goes with that with this nationally acclaimed program. Do you welcome that? Do you enjoy that kind of pressure? Do you embrace it? Oh, yeah. I mean, I love all that pressure. You know, I mean, considering watching my brother grew up with pressure, my sister growing up with pressure. I mean, I've just been around pressure kind of my whole life. So, you know, having it become to me, I'm, I'm super excited. I'm just ready to play. You're ready for this. He's Blake Heffron. Now, Rick Garrison, you know, I love Coach G. He loves your demeanor um, and your toughness. And you mentioned your brother and you're watching. Your dad, uh, too, John Heffron, people remember, former Moon Valley star. He coached. He was an assistant coach. Uh, how much did dad help you as a young man growing up and coaching you and giving you direction? Oh, man, Dad helped me astronomically. I mean, growing up, we'd be at whoever, you know, whatever siblings practice, we'd always have a ball in our hand, you know, teaching me how to catch the ball, how to throw the ball, how to run. You know, every day he was always helping me growing up. Yeah, he's a great cat. You know, I love him. Yeah, your brother, too, uh, Brock, who played at Washburn. Uh, he was on the cover of Sports, he was on the cover of Sports Illustrated with, with Peyton Manning. Come on, Blake. That's a, that's the bar set pretty high with a brother like that. How weird, how cool, how tiny. I mean, you had to live in his shadow all those years. How crazy was that? Oh, man. I mean, I was still a young cat back then, but still now looking at it on our wall in our house, I'm just like, man, you know, <laughs> some big shoes to fill. Like, wow. And he did that, you know, at 12. Like, that's. That's insane. Well, tell him, though, that he was never on my radio show. So you've been on my radio show. Uh, he's Blake. Right, Blake right. um, your mom, too. Uh, your mom through all this. How important has she been, Becky, uh, You know, wearing the referee jersey, making sure everything's right? Because, you know, dad's working, working his butt off. What? How important has mom been in all this? Oh, man, mom. Mom is always, always coming clutch. You know, whether it's forgetting my jersey and not having to tell dad or just coming home and just having dinner ready, you know, I I couldn't thank her enough. Like, she's truly amazing. Now, in the midst of all this, in baseball, going to school at Chandler, getting ready for football, being the starting quarterback, you also strap yourself into a plane and are becoming a pilot. 
Um, and I, I can't, who has the time? Uh, where did that come from? Where did the love and the passion, when did you decide this is something you wanted to do? Uh, so it was earlier last year, you know, I was junior year. I'm like, shoot, I kind of need to figure out what I want to do. And even had a program that was aviation. I've always had a fascination for planes. So I was like, you know what? I'm going to go try, see what it's about. Went to schooling for EVIT for half a semester, and I loved it. And now I've been getting flight schooling from one of my instructors, and I love it. I mean, every Sunday I go up in the air, fly for about an hour and a half, and it's everything I would have dreamt of. Man, how, and, and you're getting – have you, you soloed now? Give me – because I don't know the de- – you know, my son is doing it, but he's kind of uh, – you know, he's half-assing it. I just said that. Uh, <laughs> I said a dirty word. Uh, he not. He not. He just he kind of recommitting himself – this summer, uh, oh. where are you at in soloing and getting your private, li- all that stuff? Oh, man. So normally to get your your license, you have to have around 40 hours just to test. And right now I'm about 28, 29. And my first solo was about three weeks ago, which means I went up with my instructor and she's like, hey, like, are you ready to go by yourself? I'm like, yeah, I got this. So we went over parts. And she got out. I taxied back to the runway. I took off and landed by myself three times. Dude, this is this is that's pretty cool. Uh, Blake Heffron, piloting uh, a pilot of the airwaves, and then also piloting the Chandler Wolves. Uh, spring football underway. Uh, this exciting time for this football program. You've been given the keys to drive that team. How excited are you about what uh, what the opportunity is for this football team next year? Oh man, I can't wait. I mean. Half this Chandler team I grew up playing with my whole life, whether being their quarterback or being receiver with them, you know, just this last year means a lot to me in my class. I'm just excited. Well, I wish you the best, Blake. You, you know, it's been fun. I, I, you, you're a talent. You're tough. Um, last I, I should have mixed this in the middle. How many, you know, you're diminutive. Um, and I remember a kid named Brock Purdy being told that his whole career. How tough is that? How much tougher does that make you? Because, you, yeah, I mean, you're not a 6'5", 215-pound quarterback. How much does that fuel you when you hear that? Oh, I, I love it. I love hearing, you know, my size being incorporated and in how I play. I mean, I just want to prove them on the field. I mean, it just makes my game have to improve compared to those other guys. And I love it. I love the challenge. I know it, and I see it, and that's why I love it, and I love your family. Just tough as nails. Hey, enjoy the ride, my friend. Uh, we'll see you plenty, if not this spring, but certainly in the fall. The Chandler Wolves starting quarterback, Blake Kefron. Best of luck, okay, young man? Hey, thank you for the opportunity to be on the radio. You'd, you've earned every bit of it. And uh, Blake Heffron, he'd been on the radio with the dean and his brother wasn't. His brother is on the cover of Sports Illustrated with Peyton Manning. You know, anybody can do that. Anybody can be on that show, but uh, we talked to what a what a what a fun young man and and a pi- he's soloing. All, he's a junior in high school, he's flying planes, playing baseball, and getting good grades. Uh, he comes from great stock. Look forward to repping repping the black and blue Chandler Wolves and what Rick Garrison will do with this young talent. Uh, you know he'll work his mastery with this. I love what he's doing. And I, I didn't make a big deal out of the Dylan Rayola transfer. I didn't. That story's been well documented. Dylan Rayola, who's a you know this nationally acclaimed quarterback who moved to Pinnacle, but uh, what they always say, let's play who let's play who's here. 
Let's not talk about the guys who aren't here. We will talk about Dylan, and we'll talk about Pinnacle and what's happening there as we continue on uh, through this uh, through this spring and certainly into the fall. Blake Heffron, a little big man for Chandler. Just an amazing story. Uh, still to come, we've got history on the beach. Life's a beach. Beach volleyball here in Division One. It was O'Connor guaranteeing a victory in the championship pairs. It was guaranteed victory. I'll explain why next on AZ Preps Live. Arizona Sports, the local sports leader. AZ Preps Live. Presented by Brooklyn Betting. Here's more with Kevin McKay. It is 10-16, beautiful Saturday morning. Warming up, though, and uh, if you're visiting the Valley and you're listening to the premier high school sports show in all the land, uh, and you ah, I'm going to go hike Camelback, don't. Don't. Uh, just get some water, get some water, hike around the valley a little bit here, but uh, it's heating up. It's heating up. Of course, you can catch all the interviews from today's show the past year or so on our website, ArizonaSports.com. Check out the podcast section. Listen back to uh, some of your favorite stories over the year. And this, this was just, I, this was so cool, and I feel like a dummy. I, I, I mean, I had never covered beach volleyball. I, I you know, because you know my drill. I'm a one man band. We got baseball and softball playoffs right now. I've got track. I got girls flag football now, tennis. But I got an email from one of the parents. Hey, Dean, mix in some beach volleyball, and I did. And I got a chance to see history in the Division One pairs this past week. We had an all Sandra Day O'Connor finals. Top seeded Olivia LeBlanc, Liana Huesca, upset by teammates Piper Rama. And Devin Weist, and, and and they battled. This was no inter squad swimming. They were playing for the title. And I wanted to congratulate all four of those women. But their coach, their coach, Jamie Sparts, guiding the Eagles to the team title a week ago. And then she puts up with this historical Paris title on the beach, working her magic. And Jamie's kind enough to join me this morning. Jamie, it's Kevin McCabe. How are you today? I'm doing great. How are you? I'm doing great. Has it sunk in? Thanks for uh, having me. Oh, come on. You working some <laughs> math. Has it sunk in what these girls did over the past 10 days? I know you did a radio interview earlier this morning. Hey, you, you got bling. You're champion. You got, has it sunk in? Um, yes and no. I mean, like I said, it's just uh, surreal to know, like, we've worked so hard to build something that uh, my daughter asked me to start like eight years ago. And, she, you know, she said, Mom, I really think that you should start beach volleyball. And I'm like, um, I don't know about that. But and, and now to come to where we are here, it's definitely um, it's such a great reward, you know, and it's uh, it's a fun experience for these girls and the um, the culture that we built and how awesome it is to end on a note like the way we did. Yeah, it was really special. She Jamie Sparts at Sandra Day O'Connor, the historical match, the pairs, your pairs yes. going head to head. Now, first, did you say any? Do you is there any pregame match? Do you because you can't play favorites? What do you say to the girls no. when they're going head to head? Well, basically, I actually met with him uh, in, in my office um, before uh, before school was out, and I said, "Okay, here we are. We're basically made history, you know, being the only two school or uh, only two pairs in one school to be at, in the semis, and that's a historical moment to to enjoy and celebrate. So, I enjoyed that process. I said the probability of both of you guys could be in the finals, which you know that's my high hopes, and I think we need to vision that. Then we need to be prepared, like." hey, this is like practice, how you guys compete, how you guys play, and let's go out there and have fun. We're here there for each other, and you celebrate the good and, you, you know, and, and making sure that we are representing OC. And, you know, and we told the, uh, the girls that none of us are going to be coaching. We're going to sit back and relax and, like, actually, like, we're enjoying the show with popcorn, and you guys go at it. 
And they did. And uh, Jamie, they they did. They did. That was a, I mean, that was fun. It was so much fun to watch um, because I joked, I said, this was no little inter-squad swimming. I mean, and they respect and love each other. They they wanted to win. How much fun was that? (laughs) Oh, of course. You know, every one of them are so competitive, you know, when it comes to it. And that's what's so great to have, you know, these girls, because they're all going to be playing at the next level. Um, Devin Weiss is a sophomore. Liana is, uh, I'm sorry, um, Olivia LeBlanc is a sophomore. So this is their recruiting year. And I know Devin's more of an indoor player, but she's learned so much uh, this season, just growing her game to where she's at now. And she had such a great game, but um, and then you have Liana, who's also committed um, to play at uh, Texas A&M in Kingsville. And then you have Piper Ramos, who's committed to play GCU. So the competitiveness we knew was going to happen. Um, but when it came down to it, it was just going to be, you know, how, how the how – the, uh, the matches uh, line up and how they adjust to what each other's doing. And, and it just, you know, that's why the matches were so close because they're learning each other's games and they know each other's games so well because we do practice, you know, together. Wow. Jamie Sparks, Sandra Day O'Connor, Paris champion, runner up. And then you also, <laughs> this is on the, this is on the heels of the team title, 18 and 0 domination. How impressive was that run and the love that these young women had for each other and putting that together this year? Well, I guess that we, knowing that we had to, we had seven starters last year that we lost, you know, from, you know, graduation and so on and early graduation. And, and so we knew we had to build our girls to get ready for, you know, this season. And, you know, we really thought, okay, this is a rebuilding year because we got seven, seven, uh, uh, fill-ins and then had the big shoes to fill. And, you know, and I talked to the girls about off-season training and, you know, it's not about just if you guys want to, you know, be that, you know, be able to fill that shoe, we have to train off season. And, you know, we have a thankful with our assistant coach, Brett and uh, Jake that uh, runs a club and, and it's right, you know, behind our back door from our school. And um, a lot of those girls have been training off season and started doing a lot of tournaments and getting that competition level and being able to handle the pressure and, and then seeing them, how much they've improved just in the off season, uh, the three coaches, all three of us were like, holy crap, I think we could actually do really well this season. <laughs> and, and, and then we didn't expect to be an undefeated season, but wow, it was absolutely being 19 and 0. It's, it's pretty, pretty impressive. And, and especially knowing that we, these girls worked so hard um, to fill those uh, high level uh, positions that were, you know, hard to, uh, to take uh, last year. So, I'm very, very proud of them. Um, you know, we have young young players coming up, and I think it's just we just have to continue you know, working hard off season. And just in a year, you can see when they train hard, the the growth of their game is just so massive. Wow, you you were it's it's the bar, and I I shorted you one victory. There was nineteen and zero. Um, Jamie yeah. Sparks, uh, state champion. Sandra Day O'Connor. Quick, your background though, you're a young lady yeah. from a small town in Illinois. This, you're you're not from yeah. you're not from Mission Viejo. You're not from uh, Marina <laughs> no. del Rey. Uh, paint me a picture no. of your, your journey in volleyball to Sandra Day O'Connor and how rewarding it's been. Well, I'll be honest with you. I know most people will be like would think my background of sport, you would never think it was volleyball. It's actually basketball. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I grew up playing basketball and the passion of wanting to play at the next level. Um, I grew up in a very small town. Um, I played all three sports, varsity, uh, you know, for all three sports for all four years. And it's, it's just definitely one of the things that I was a very, you know, uh, 
multi-sport athlete. And so I was able to adjust and adapt really quickly and then um, went to college and I realized I was going to play basketball at Eastern Illinois University. And then um, I decided to focus on, I want to get a job. I want to make some money. So I said, you know what, let's, let's just, uh, let's just go and get my uh, graduate degree and got my graduate degree at Eastern Illinois University. Got my first job at Sycamore, Illinois, uh, coached there or uh, taught there. And then the, they had asked, Hey, you want to coach uh, volleyball? I'm like, well, I'm not really that in tune with volleyball. I mean, I played in high school. I mean, I, it, it was it wasn't like the level obviously you see now. But I said sure, and so I just started to study the game and so I learned the game and learned the strategies and the skill set. I'm a very technical coach where it comes to techniques, and um, and then uh, started coaching there. And then I decided to. I got married and I had kids, and I was like, you know what? I don't like Illinois. Let's move to Arizona, and then got hired at Deer Valley uh, Unified School District, and and then uh, started coaching at Boulder Creek, and then um, then my daughter was a gymnast for a high level gymnast for a while, and then I said, hey, Lex, what you want? Maybe you want to play some volleyball? She's like, no, I don't want to play volleyball. <laughs> I'm like, well, you never know, Lexa. You never know if uh, you know you should quit gymnastics. You have something to fall back on, and thank goodness we did, and now. Here she is playing at um, university, finished her uh, senior year in a really high note and with the most winning, uh, both the school record with the most wins in a, a career, school career and as well as most wins in a season. Um, and then, um, so then she had asked me, you know, like I said, her sophomore year, that, hey, there's some girls that want to play beach. And I was like, well, i got to learn the game then. So I started learning the game again and started to go back into the, you know, coaching, um, in, uh, talking to coaches and, you know, going to some um clinics so learn the drills and 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 then hiring some coaches that obviously knows the game like jake and brett and here we are here you are wow it's <laughs> it's no and it's uh, and the bar has been set so high up there troy dueling is a good friend he's done <laughs> yes. a great job and what you're doing there it is a destination yes. for volleyball beach sand and indoors uh hey jamie i don't know Amanda, you per- yeah i don't know you yeah. personally but i love your story your passion uh as a teacher and a coach and keep up the great thank work you. okay young lady I, I thank you so much i appreciate your time give my love to those girls that's that's history it's so special wonderful young ladies at sandra dale Connor, Jamie Spratz, they go to the championship pairs and uh, against each other and, of course, won the team title 19-0. and Of course, Division Two, you want to give Valley Christians, Kate Phillips and Cora Nordine. They went back-to-back state champs to go 22-0 and this year as well. Uh, we've got to give the Trojans some love as well. You know, it's funny. I actually have beach volleyball on the TV here. Uh, college beach volleyball, Stanford taking on TC. <laughs> what have I become? What have I... And no, it's... I'm in love. I'm in love. I, I can't help myself. Uh, it was great to go out there and watch a great, uh, great setting. All right, still to come. Uh, it's the last thing I ever thought I would be, I, my college roommate would ever do, aside from washing the dishes or, or buying, buying around. Uh, Tucson legend Bob Logan is now an author. He's written a book. We'll book him next on AZ Preps Live. Easy Preps Live, presented by Brooklyn Betting, Arizona Sports, the local sports leader. Here's more with Kevin McKinnon. 10.30 Saturday morning, you've got the premier high school sports show in all the land, AZ Preps Live on 98.7 and online at ArizonaSports.com. I, I knew, thought of, never in my wildest dreams did I ever think he was capable of this. Uh, my old roommate... I mean, other washing the dishes. I don't think he'd ever. Uh, he was my college roommate, I think, for one semester. Uh, and it's a true story. This is a true story. I, I had a one-bedroom apartment above a grocery store in Flagstaff. 
that had a huge kitchen. And so we, we talked and I, he said, yeah, let's just throw a bed in the kitchen. He could reach the fridge from the, from, from the bed. He was a former South Point Lancer, uh, got great roots there in Tucson football player. He coached there. Uh, he coached at the University of Arizona. There's a cup of coffee stop off at Air Force in the middle of his life. He even played broom ball with our NAU hockey team at one point. He was an unofficial member of the Lumberjack hockey team. Bob Logan has written a book, Let Your Path Find You. Embrace your own winding road to a more fulfilling life. I never thought he'd be an author. He's a Tucson legend, Bob Logan. Logie, it's Kevin McCabe. How are you this morning? What's going on, man? I've been looking forward to this. Um, and you've, I've been listening, and you've told the, the, the kitchen story about seven times, man. Well, it's so I'm never amazing. Gonna run, I can't run for political office now. <laughs> No, 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 but it, it wasn't a bad thing. You could reach the fridge, and I think we paid like $115 a month total. So it was that was divided like 60 bucks a month, I think, was our rent. Yeah, yeah. You know, and the good news is I could reach the fridge and also get drunk. I could just grab my beers and lay down and drink, you know? It was right. great. All right. <laughs> uh, great, uh, great times at NAU. Um, I mentioned you became an unofficial member of the hockey team. Um, oh, yeah. I, I know you've had a great journey, but do you have fond memories of those days at NAU with all the oh, hockey boys? I, I remember you guys putting me in goalie gear in the apartment commons and you know, shooting slap shots at me in the at, at the apartment <laughs> complex. And Broomball, of course. He's Bob Logan, yeah. author. Uh, now, this being the premier high school sports show, I, I rewind the tape. You're originally from Tucson, South Point Catholic. Um, right. And that's a, a, a storied, fabled school for athletics. Uh, still some fond memories of you grew up there and continue to be? Oh, absolutely. You know, I, I, I don't know if you knew this, but um, I coached Chris Moga. You oh, know, before no. he went to Sabino, no. he played at South Point, and I coached him. So when I was hearing Luke Moga earlier in the in the show, I just kind of laughed because uh, <laughs> and his dad was on our staff. Lou Moga was on our South Point staff, and in fact, Lou called me about six months ago and was asked because I'm still connected with all the U of A football guys. Yeah, and they said, hey, they're not doing much with Luke. And so I called Chuck Cecil and uh, they were down for a seven on seven tournament. And I had Jimmy Doherty, the quarterbacks coach go over and spend some time with them. I don't know how hard they recruited him, obviously lost to Oregon, but yeah, my, my, my history with, <laughs> with Sal point uh, goes and Ed Doherty, you know, the yeah. greatest coach yeah. I think in the, in history, I, I coached with him at the end of his career. Wow. And then to watch B. John Robinson emerge most oh. recently in the class act, you know, Cleo's grandson. Uh, the, the tradition continues, and I know you've got roots in all of that. Well, the funny, 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 funny Sal Point story. When I was coaching with Doherty, Dennis Benet, the great high yep. school coach at Sal Point, was our quarterback. And <laughs> so... You, he goes on to play at Southwest Missouri or something. I go to the U of A. I get out of football. I'm, I'm raising money for the athletic department, and I go to the College of Science, okay? Right. And I'm out of my element. Nobody in the College of Science knows anything about sports. So Dennis is now the head coach at South Point. I call him up. I said, hey, man, I'm, I'm losing my mind here. I got to be a volunteer coach. I'll coach a freshman. He's, oh, no, screw that. You're going to come. You're going to coach on the varsity. I, and I did all those special teams with him for about seven or eight years and coached some defense. So 
It's a it's a small world, seven degrees of separation. And you're part of it. He's Bob Logan. He is a, a South Point Catholic legend, Tucson legend, and he's written a book. And I'll, I'll get to the book in a minute. But part of okay. it is part of it is your life and your journey. Uh, you mentioned college and coaching and administration and fundraising. So many people along the way, uh, certainly with U of A football. So many, I, and you and I have talked about this: the stories, the memories, the people, uh, the Larry Smiths, the Dick Tomies, the uh, how. How important have they all been in your life? Oh, you you have, you know, give me an example. This is in the book, and we'll get to the book in a minute. I'm going to ask you a question, and I think you're going to answer correctly. Name the greatest play in University of Arizona football history. I, I think it was DeBose making the play at the goal. Well, no, it's got to be Chuck Cecil interception. Uh, well, guess what? Both in the same game. Yes. <laughs> and I was on the sidelines as Chuck Cecil went by with his 107-yard interception, and we don't have time to talk about it. I'll, I'll just tease the, the audience. <laughs> the James DeBose stop of Channing Williams on the goal line, I was responsible for that play. And I'm not going to – we don't. We can't do it. But it's because you it's messed up. You, got, you messed up and made, and made the play. <laughs> exactly. Um, yeah. Bob Logan, uh, great, unbelievable stories and tied to Arizona sports and, and my roommate, which I'm, I'm blessed to call him uh, my friend all these years. All right. So uh, after all this, after fundraising and working in front office sports administration, and, and when did you get the you, – you've obviously written a book, but when let, uh, let your path find you, embrace your own winding road – to a more fulfilling life. When did the writing bug get to you? When did you decide, I need to put this down in paper? You want to know how long it's taken me to write this book? Six years. <laughs> and it has been, you know, it was really hard. But now I'm doing some speaking, motivational speaking and consulting. And one of the things that happened a long time ago when I started, and I didn't even have a website up, right. Kevin. I mean, seriously, I had nothing. And some guy at a conference I went to says, Hey, if you're going to be a speaker, you got to have a book. And I'm like, you got to be kidding me, man. I don't even have a website. And you're telling me to write a book and you know, we can't talk about the whole thing. But as I wrote the book and I've seen a lot of speaker books and they're cheap books that they, they sign at the back of the room after they give their talks. And, but my, I decided if I'm going to write a book, it's going to be a good book. You know, it's going to have content. It's going to have stuff that people want to read. And to give you an example, not to toot my own horn, but some of the testimonials of people that I sent chapters to, I've got Mayor Jonathan Rothschild, Mayor of Tucson, Kerry Strug, Olympian, yep. Matt Muehlbach, U of A football player, Chuck Cecil, Jim Click, Andy Lopez, a baseball coach at U of A. All these people read my book, and they agreed to put a testimonial in my book. So... It's in it for the high school audience out there. I will say this. I've got a chapter on leadership, a chapter on visualization. You know, I used to teach kickers and punters and long snappers how to visualize when they're trying to deal with pressure situations, Um, dealing with adversity. I've got a chapter on adversity, a chapter on change. So I kind of went off the deep end there. But, you know, for your high school listeners, there's lots of stuff in here 
that's relevant to their high school experience, truly. No, no it's, it's Bob Logan, uh, the book, Let Your Path Find You, Embrace Your Own Winding Road to a More Fulfilling Life. And, and Logie, I, uh, my roommate, uh, the high school kids aren't listening to this show. Their parents are, so they're going to... Okay, that's fine. <laughs> they, hey, I don't know if you know this. High school kids watch TikTok. They watch that Yeah, yeah, all yeah. They're day not long. sitting down for an hour listening, right? Nah, but, uh, but they will listen to their teammates, and we've been able to share many of those stories, and I love that. You talked about that. Uh, how 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 rewarding has it been for you to put this down on paper and be able to share it with people? Just so many life lessons and and the things you're able to take from all those coaches you had. How rewarding is well, it? Well, what's, what's here's here's what's really funny. Okay, while I've raised millions of dollars and you know talking to people just like you, it's pretty easy for us to do because that's our jobs. You know, we, we're always talking to people. But what? is something that not many people know. I'm somewhat of an introvert outside of the world that I worked in. All right. So when I wrote the book, nobody read my book, even my wife, (laughs) until I sent it to an editor. And I said, you know, and this editor was in Seattle. I said, look, I'm sending this to you. I've not given it to any of my closest friends because I don't know how good it is. And you don't know me from Adam. I'm paying you to tell me if this is any good. And then, of course, edit the book. And she came back and said, this is fascinating. So it was really that was my first time that I said, "Okay, maybe I can tell people about this. So it's been a slow slog to get to be comfortable to say that it's good, but I can tell you that I think it's pretty good. I'm excited for you. You know, you're a friend for life, but also that it, it is really telling. Let your path find you. Embrace your own winding road to a more fulfilling life, Bob Logan. I'll ask you about where you can find it and all that good stuff, but you, sure. you mentioned your wife, Judy, uh, and your boys. How much have they helped you not only write this book, tell this story, but just how much have they made you the man you are? There's no doubt because, you know, the one of the chapter titles I have, all my chapter titles are one word, grief. And the chapter title on grief, you know, my, my mom and dad died at 54 and 58 and my brother, my only brother at 37. So I don't really have much family. I've got a few cousins around the country, but that's it. Never knew my grandparents. And um, so my kids and my wife are my life, you know. And I've got some stories about what my wife did at the beginning of our marriage. You know, she, when I was living with you in Flagstaff, (laughs) my dad had cancer and I was going to have to drop out of college to come down to Tucson to take care of him. My wife, my fiance at the time moved in with my dad for six months and took care of him after his lung cancer surgery. So family is everything, you know, and this is really kind of a legacy for them to know a little bit what dad was like, but you know, I'm so proud of my, my two kids and what my wife has done. It's uh it's been incredible. Oh, it's great. And I love that you've been able to share it with me all these years. All right. Uh, where, uh, cause I don't, I'm not hip to this whole buying books. My wife will buy it online on her Kindle. Uh, that okay. where, where can they people find this track down this book and learn more okay, about so you've got to know the name of the book. Let your path find you. If you, and you can go to my website, BobLogan.net. That's pretty easy to remember. But I have a landing page for the book, which is also easy to remember. LetYourPathFindYou.com. And I've got an Amazon link and a Barnes & Noble link in there. You can click on it. It'll take you to the link. Or you can go directly 
to Amazon or Barnes and Noble, and it's up there. I promise to get it. By the way, am, 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 uh, you know, we live together. Am I in the book anywhere? Well, you know, uh, I have a lot of NAU stories, and I was thinking about the earlier comment about <laughs> if there's a movie. Well, I've reached out to, you know, George Clooney and Adam Sandler, you Is know, he... whoever responds first, okay? <laughs> I was thinking maybe Alan Hale, if he's still alive, or Ernest Borgnine. But um, no, uh, who plays you, by the way? Because now, no, is Brad Pitt available for that? or uh, uh, Tom Selleck. Tom, yeah, well, the mustache, you got that. <laughs> hey, Logie, uh, I love this. I love our friend. I'll continue to promote it uh, on all my social media. Let your path find you. Um, and hey, I'm glad I appreciate it. Ha- it. Uh, and, and let's keep in touch. Uh, when the Ed Doherty Award comes up uh, next year, I think we need to have you up here speaking about the legendary coach and uh, making sure these kids remember what where it all began. Oh, uh, I've got some Ed Doherty stories that will blow your mind. Yeah. I mean, really amazing, funny, amazing stories. And also some really hysterical, funny stories, oh, too. I love it. He's Bob Logan. Log- we call him Logie. And uh, by the way, you do have family. Uh, a lot of my Canadian boys uh, from Calgary are listening today. They, they're dialed in, and they've got the, you've got our hockey family. You're, you're part of my family forever, Logie. Give my best to Judy and the boys, and I'll, uh, I'll see you soon, okay? Hey, thanks for having me on. Hey, by, by the way, before you hang up, yes. I wanted to say this at the beginning. Oh, okay. You know, for what you do for high school sports is amazing. And I remember back in the old days, getting in the newspaper, being on the radio was such a huge deal. And for you to bring guys like uh, uh, Blake Heffron and Luke Moga, these guys, it's a big deal for them. And for you to prop them up the way you do is fantastic. You deserve to be in the Hall of Fame. Pal. Oh, Logie, that's pretty cool. Uh, yeah, you're, you, you used to live with a Hall of Famer now. You, you, okay. you, you lived in my kitchen. <laughs> I'll kiss your ring next time. I love it. He's Bob Logan. Uh, the book is called Let Your Path Find You. Um, and I, I just, I love it. Uh, he's got so many, uh, he has always had a million stories, as you could hear in that interview, but he's been able to put them down and, and transfer them into the positive life uh, and memories for these people, uh, his family, and, and, and you and me. And I'd love to be able, and he's one of our own gang. He's South Point Catholic, true and true. Uh, that's cool. That's dope. That's whatever the kids call it. Hey, we're, we're late in the show, but when you have a great guest like that, you got to celebrate. We're going to take a break. We're coming back. We're educating the dean, what the young kids are listening to, because they, they he thought, hey, for your high school audience and kids, Inc., they get they, I'm sure even Moga and the crew and Jacob Jenners, they got in the car and put their headphones on. The parents, they'll be listening to the show. Yeah, yeah the kids can care less. Yeah, I know. And the, and, the, and the parents are the ones that matter in the ratings anyway. So I love it. I love it. I want some more of it. We'll take a break. We're coming back. AZ Preps Live with our song of the day. I support Feeding America because they help provide over 6 billion meals to people in need each year, like Diane, Henry, and Elena. Learn more at feedingamerica.org. Feeding America, 200 food banks strong. Take a look inside your heart. Is there any room for me? I won't have to hold my breath till you get down on one knee because you only want to hold me when I'm looking good enough. Did you ever fool me? Would you ever picture us? Every time I pull my hair, it was me Welcome back to AZ Preps Live. Brilliant show today. Premier high school sports show and all the way. We got our song of the day. We try to educate me and T. Hizzle, Trev Henry, the technical director of the show, what the young kids are bumping these days. 
This sounds TikTok-y to me right here. What are you, and you said it's him in your head. What do we got going on here? That's the reason why I'm playing this. So shout out to my two youngest daughters, True yep. and Trinity. Yep. They were bumping TikTok the other day, and they played this song so much. It's been <laughs> drilled in my head that I want to bang my head against the wall. But it turns out the song is catchy, and I like it. So I need to get the song out of my head. No, I, I didn't away. like the beginning. Give me a little. So I tell him it's one of me. He making fun of me. His girl is a bum of me. You know that's that Doja Cat too. I didn't. I don't. I, but but it's. But the kids dig it. The kids dig it. And I said, how do I know who even Doja Cat is? I have no clue who that is either. I know, but you got the same. And who does this? Do we know? The song is called "The Boy's a Liar." Yeah. And the group is called Pink Panthers. And Ice Spice is on the song. And Doja Cat is a believer. On the, on the part one of the song. Oh, shit. Okay, so look at that. So. We're, we're hit. My, hey, uh, I, I'll ask you this while the music's playing. You know, we come try to come up with our we have our song of the day. And just okay. This was, I'm not. Yeah, it's okay. Get, yeah. It's, just, it's just one of those songs I got just got to get out of my head. You know, it, you know, I had that song this morning, Taylor Swift, that song, uh, Shake It Off. Yeah, let's shake this one off. Yeah, and I, but that I can't, you know, and I even asked my buddy, he took his daughter to the Swifty concert. I said, did you get up and sing, you know, shake it off? Yeah, you go, oh, yeah. Yeah, I got a buddy that way. He said he did the same thing. Oh, that's great. With his daughter, I'm cool with that. Hey, I don't know, is, uh, is by Felicia still a thing? Is by, and, and I, I love it. I do love it, but it, it seems so, Distant is by Felicia still a thing? It gets dropped every now and then, but it kind of lost its lost its sizzle. And it, and this it came from uh, the, Boys in the Hood. Oh no, it came from the movie Friday. Oh, it came from Friday. Okay, um, and but it was Ice Cube that said it. Ice Cube said oh, it. That's look correct. At me that yep. I even know this. Um, I saw it on the Urban Dictionary, and uh, actually. Uh, uh, Robin Roberts, Good Morning America, legendary bro- former sports broadcaster. She dropped it one day on the year. She dropped it. Oh, she did. By Felicia. Okay. And so you can Google that. And I. <laughs> oh my God! I, I'm saying I, I don't say these things, but at least I want to know what they mean, and so I, you know, I can laugh. Go ahead. Yeah. So there's a scene in the movie where Felicia asks Craig and Smokey, the two characters yeah, yeah, sitting yeah. on the porch. She asks him to borrow something. And Smokey says no, and then she asks Craig, Ice Cube's character, yeah. she says, Craig, what about you? And then that's when he drops, bye, bye Felicia. Bye Felicia. No, it's so good. It's so good. You know, when you're just doing your done. You know, I'm kind of that way with Chandler, Chandler Unified School District. Bye Felicia. I'm really, okay. I'm just done. I'm done, done with y'all. Um, and I made that point very clear to start off this show that you, you know, I, I and uh, you know this, even with your kid. Yeah, go ahead. It's kind of like when they pick on Jared. On the Biggie, yeah, yeah, Biggie yeah. Morales show, when they say, shut up, Jared. Yeah. That's uh, yeah no, similar I, to By Felicia. I like that. Um, and I just, I'm just so, hey, uh, what a fun show. Thank you, Trev Henry, for uh, providing the tunes, uh, keeping me Gucci. Um, I got to come up with some more of those words, like uh, the, the Gucci and lit and woke and dope. And, uh, just to the point, you might have to make up your own. I did tell you that last week. I think I sent out a, uh, we, we had a, a, a project at Honor Health Foundation and they, they sent pictures of it. I said, that's dope. And one of the, Pat Gates, who's a, one of our assistants, you, you know, elder woman, she did, she thought it was that minute was stupid, dopey, you know, and, uh, and I had to go. You had to educate her. But it's, it's, look at me. Look at the old G, old G bringing it back. Hey, oh, blast today. Fun to catch up with the former South Point Catholic uh, star. 
uh, my old college roommate. He's now an author, Bob Logan, uh, Logie, who's become an author now. And I, 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 I again, it wasn't a, it wasn't a book that's written for. It can be written for anybody. It's an opportunity for you just to better your life. Let your path find you. Embrace your own winding road to a more fulfilling life. I look forward to reading it and finding out if there's, if I can find anything in there that relates to me. Also talking, you know, O'Connor Beach Volleyball Coach Jamie Sparks, state champions team and pairs. We talked to former uh, uh, former Chandler baseball and quarterback star Blake Heffron, now the starting quarterback for the black and blue Chandler Wolves with Dylan Rayola transferring, and he is tough as nails. And also Sonny Slope, Oregon commit, quarterback Luke Moga, and Vikings defensive lineman, not even calling him, Jacob Jenners, who came by studio here to talk about the resurgence, uh, the changing of the narrative of a sunny slope from a basketball, volleyball school to football, and they'd be back uh, bringing us a little spring football here during the uh, during the season. We'll talk more spring football. We'll check in on Pinnacle and Dylan Riola and, and Wyatt Horton, what's happening there, the new scene that's going on at Saguaro as well with Zach Hill, the head coach. Interesting story, Noel Mazzoni, had take, there was talk that he was going to be the offensive coordinator at Chaparral and Higley. He's now... He's He's just going to be the offensive coordinator at Chaparral, so we'll keep an eye on that. And uh, good luck tonight to my bash of Bears, uh, going through fighting through the mental anguish uh, that's been quest upon them with their head coach being sidelined for over a month without any transparency, any speed, any future, any timetable from Chandler Unified School District. Be better. Be better. Help these kids out so they don't have to put up with this stuff. I'm Kevin McCabe. Arizona Sports Saturday comes up next. A lot of DeAndre Ayton talk, Mike Budenholzer talk. We'll catch you next Saturday from 9 to 11 right here on AZ Preps Live. AZ Preps Live is a production of Arizona Sports.